Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Today's episode is brought to you by ETB Games. ETB Games is, of course, our locals in Alexandria, Louisiana. They are our one-stop shop for all of our card game needs. They have singles and sealed product for the games that you love, like Yu-Gi-Oh!, Magic the Gathering, and Pokemon. Of course, you can also find the accessories that you need, such as sleeves, binders, playmats, and more. And if you're into D&D, well, they have all of your D&D figurines, the paint for the figurines, dice, books, and anything that you would need to play. So be sure to check out ETB Games. There's a link in the description down below. And now, back to today's episode. Hello, everybody, and welcome into today's episode of the Top Cut Yu-Gi-Oh! podcast. My name, of course, is Sonny. I am your host. I'm here with my co-host, Caleb. Hello! And, of course, we want to thank our wonderful sponsor, ETB Games, for sponsoring this podcast. We also want to thank Gem Accessories, who do, who does have a new backpack available if you haven't already checked it out. I'll be honest, it might be sold out by now. I'm not entirely sure, but as of recording, I don't think it is sold out. So, No one, if, ge- no one Gem Tech? It probably is. Yeah, it's amazing stuff. And if you are interested in seeing what the backpacks look like before we record, then or before you buy it, then you can go ahead and check out we posted a new video on our youtube channel mm-hmm. a couple of days ago which is a kind of a, a review and a breakdown for what those look like and kind of what the inside is because it's a very unique backpack it's very clearly built mm-hmm. for tcg players so if you're interested check out gem accessories link down below we have a discount code top cut 10 for 10 percent off your first purchase of course check out millennium threads there's a discount code down there below for them also for 10 percent off any purchase and of course check out our tcg player and dragon shield affiliate links to support the podcast at nothing extra to you now let's go ahead and thank our patrons who go so far above and beyond to support the podcast so 
A huge thank you to Cam Yang, Dragon Maid Stunzeed, Kane Martin, Zyphris, Yeet Defeat, April Floodgate from Parks and Rex, Blackwing Silverwing the Ascendant is the best Floodgate, Earth Machine best deck, Epi, get goaded on the get goaded on these nuts, you dingus. Oh. <laughs> Has anyone actually read Toy Vendor, HGH Cyber? I am not a man. I am not a god. I am little little. I am McLincoln, Mountain Man, Oatmeal Spaghetti, Owen Alvarado, Pig, Quitting the Game as a Floodgate, Sprite Farter, Unbanned Number 95, Konami, Understanding and Reading are two different things, Virtually Savior's World, Rogue, and Tier 2 are the polite terms for a bad deck. AD, Aaron Gardner, Asami, Ashless Chaps, Cyberdank, Puffer Dragon, Don't Listen to the Guy Who Hates Rogue Decks, He's Just Salty, He Got Clapped by Rika, Duty Booty, Dragon Maidenless Behavior, Fur Hire, Dog Turd, Heroes, Pebble Cereal, Jerry Beans, Man. Uh, Cam, the disciple of Caleb's waifu philosophy, King Henry, Old Man Red, Pin Code 143, Ray Powell, Sky Striker Maneuver, Scoop, and Slaking It Up. Thank you all so much for your continued support of the podcast. Of course, if you want to have your name read out within reason, please be sure to check out our link to our Patreon down below. And if you go to the $5 and up tier, you get an extra episode every week. So... And also, we're changing the content of those episodes soon. We're going to kind of take a break from this series that we've been doing there and just kind of do some general discussion stuff. Just talk about whatever we feel like talking about that day. Might be anime, might be another card game, God forbid, (laughs) you know, or whatever. So if you are interested in that, please be sure to check it out. So let's go ahead and get on into some topics today. So. We've been having a ton of information come out of the OCG here over the last few days to a week or so. And most of it's coming from what's called Jump Festa. So Jump Festa is kind of this big thing that goes on every year in the OCG where you get a lot of news and notes from all kinds of Shonen Jump related things. Think of it as Comic-Con for Shonen Jump, right? Yeah, for specifically for Shonen Jump magazine. Right. So, naturally, Yu-Gi-Oh! being a Shonen Jump product is always something that has a big stage, a big event, and things of that sort on the main stage. So, we always want to kind of keep an eye on this, especially since every three years has been the pattern. Yugi, the Konami and Yu-Gi-Oh! Um, IP has a pretty standard timing of updating the master rule for the game they do it every three years they did it in 2008 when they introduced synchros 2011 they introduced exceeds 2014 they introduced pendulums 2017 was link monsters and 2020 they made a lot of rules revisions and changes where they kind of changed how link monsters and stuff like that work Mm -hmm. so with all of that said i think that this is always something that every third year the fan base kind of tunes into really heavily to get an idea of where we're going in the future. So that being said, this being the third year, 2022 or 2023 is when the things usually take effect and they announce it, you know, I think that everybody's kind of expecting a big master rule update of some sort, whatever. But to be honest with you, I don't really think it was something that's really necessary. Mainly because I kind of like the way the game, that Yu-Gi-Oh! operates right now. I mean, at this point, what can they do for a magical change outside of 
God forbid, releasing the uh, Pendulum Extract Summon from being from having to go into an extra monster zone. That's really the only change they can make outside of just adding a new mechanic. Well, they can also do something like rearrange the field to where the Pendulum monsters go back on the outside. So the oh, Pendulum zones are not really in your Spell and Trap zone, which... I don't really love that idea. I don't well, really like that. But. Well, no, because then, because then, because just like they did with the release of Link Monsters, that would actually invalidate a lot of people's uh, fields or yeah. mats. Yeah, it would to a point, but that is also the old Master Rule Three design. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think the bigger issue is that it kind of creates this extra complexity for new players, where. It's like, oh, yeah, pendulums are also considered spell cards when you play them in the into the pendulum zones. But those pendulum zones are outside the spell and trap card zones. Yeah. So new players kind of had this wonder of, is it really a spell and trap card if yeah. it's outside those zones? Can I twin twister them? Whatever. Yeah. Can I, yeah. Or can I not? Because they're not in the spell trap zone. Right. They're exactly. in the pendulum zone. So they're... It, yeah. it's, it creates a lot of gray area. So I kind of like the board layout that we have now. The other thing that they could have done to kind of change <laughs> up the rules was do something with spell and trap cards themselves to maybe make, um, I don't know, uh, a quick play trap card. All trap cards are quick play in and of themselves. No, they're not. Well, I mean, they can be. Oh, you mean we're a trap card you can just activate from your hand? Yeah. At spell speed two. Yes. Uh, I'm pretty sure there's like, oh, you mean a uh, Harpy's Feather Storm? But that's only under extremely certain conditions. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Just like uh, Infinite Impermanence yeah. or Red Reboot. It's um, under extremely specific conditions. Or even maybe like a Quick Play Continuous spell card. Oh uh, yeah. You Ooh, know, something like that where you have that that dynamic of it being multiple. <laughs> typings or like a quick play ritual card that actually sounds sick oh yeah or a um or maybe like an equip uh trap card right yeah and then of course reprint all the old car trap cards that were essentially like equip trap cards like a uh, nightmare wheel uh, yeah Phoenix yeah. chain i don't even think you really have to do that to where you like i mean i know that pokemon does that when they make a new typing like when they made fairy they made like clefairy and jigglypuff and all that part fairy type well, okay, so we also got to keep in mind with the Pokemon trading card game, um, they don't have 18 different types. They only had, originally only had... Yeah, but that's a trading card game. I mean, I'm talking yeah. about the regular, oh, like, yeah, yeah, mainline. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Like, handheld console yeah, yeah, games. Yeah, the, yeah, the uh, video game, actual video game, yeah. Um, which they did that with Steel, actually. Steel back in Gen Generation 2, two yeah. yeah. Um, where, and Dark. Well, they didn't add Dark to anything. They just made Dark types. Oh, okay. So what was like Machop and Machamp before, or I, I, you said Steel. Yeah. So like Magneton was just electric. Magnemite and Magneton were just electric, and then in Generation 2, they became electric steel. Gotcha. So did they add steel to any other types at the beginning of Gen 2? No. Oh, it was just those two. Okay. All the other steel types in the Generation were from memory. Uh, you had Scizor, who evolved from Scyther. You had Steelix, Steelix who evolved from Onyx. And you had Pinsir. Pinsir didn't have a evolved form. No, but it was introduced as a steel type, wasn't it? Or, no. no is, that, is that Heracross? Heracross was introduced. As a steel type. No, he's a fi he's bug fighting. And then there's Skarmory. 
there's definitely another steel type in i thought i thought pincer was part steel type Okay, so see, I see you furiously Googling, and you know what that does. Because, um, like, my brain is telling me there's more steel types. Oh, I did miss one, Fortress. Okay, see, that's the one I was thinking of, right? Because it's yeah, Scizor Fortress, Steel Bug. Steelix. Uh, yeah, I, th I think that that's all of them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so there were four new ones, and then Magnemite and Magneton got still added to them. They All they really did was make new dark types. I'm double-checking that. Yeah, all the dark types are brand new. Uh, right. And then we didn't have any new types until fairies. Was was Ice in Gen 1? Yes. Okay. Okay. Yes. I mean, I believe you. I just yeah. I didn't know. Uh, yeah, the original types, I can't name them all off the top of my head. I'm not even going to try. But then they added Steel Dark, and then in Generation... Six. Six. With X and Y, they added fairy typing. Ooh, was fairy... I thought fairy was Gen 7. Gen 6. XY. Are we sure? Because Gen 4 was... Here's how I remember it. Gen 4 was Diamond, Pearl, Platinum. Gen 5 was Black, White. Black 2, White 2. Gen 6 was X and Y, where they introduced fairy types. Hmm. And I know for a fact that's when they introduced fairy types, because Xerneas, the X-Legendary, was a fairy type. Was it? Yes. The deer was a fairy type. Huh. It's not that I it's not that I necessarily don't believe you. It's just that it's such a weird arbitrary thing. What, it being a fairy type? Yeah. It's based on Yggdrasil. Well, it it's based okay, so it so with X and Y with the legendaries, uh Xerneas, Eveltal, and Zygarde, they kinda did a Yggdrasil thing with them mm -hmm. whereas Zygarde is Jormungandr the serpent underneath the tree uh, and then Eveltal is Hrosvalgr the eagle that flies around the top of the tree and then Xerneas is was Gen 6 see I was right and then Xerneas was it doesn't mean I just have to arbitrarily be believe you or agree uh, with you what was the name what was the name of anyway Xerneas is the squirrel but they made it a deer I don't know why. Is a squirrel that like goes between Rosvalgar and Jormungandr to keep them from killing each other. Yeah, see, I I don't know enough about Norse mythology to know understand that. But anyway, so Jump Festa happened. Yeah, so Jump Festa happened. And I, like I said, I think everyone is expecting a lot, but instead, let's talk about what we did get. So officially, the first thing we're gonna talk about is uh, merch. And the last thing we're going to talk about is merch, because that's all we got is merch announcements, basically. Yeah. And an enormous amount of Rush Duel announcements, which is crazy, because we don't have Rush Duel. Nope. And we're probably not getting it. At this point, I don't think we're getting Rush Duel at all. Um, we, we got a video game. Yeah. Because, like, the first actual season of the show has already ended, and they've already kicked up the ne the second season of the show, of the Rush Duel show. Yeah. So we got, there's a Dark Magician Girl playmat. There's a Dark Magician stainless steel special card, which is like, there's only going to be 10,000 made. They're going to be $1,500 US dollars. Oh, no, 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 that's. Yeah, that, yeah, never mind. That is correct. Okay. So, and there's going to be like a lottery system to see who gets it. This yeah. is similar to the platinum blue eyes that they made. Yeah. It, it, my issue is it, that it's, it's not platinum and it's just Dark Magician and it's, it's 15% of the price that the blue eyes was. Yeah. My issue is that it's in yen, so it's got a lot of zeros, and they and then you the just mess. take one off. 
It, it, a lot of zeros messes with my head. Oh, it's three zeros. It's not that much. Yeah, but then it, it, for whatever reason, it makes my brain just kind of short-circuit. <laughs> the, the idea of the yen just makes Caleb's head go like, um, what is it, the, the lady with all the math flying at her head? More, more specifically, anything after about 15,000, and I'm trying to translate that into a different unit. You just take one decimal off. That's it. It's even worse if they, if you have, if they have to do even more steps than that. But that's to convert yen to American. That's pretty much the only step. Uh, it really depends. It, it used to be you hit two. Really? Yeah, it used to be like 100 yen was a dollar. Uh, I don't know what it is now. Now I'm curious. Now you got me curious, boy. Is it? Wait, do you hit one off or do you hit two? I'm pretty sure it's one, but let me. I'm double checking. I think the currency exchange rate is extremely friendly right now. Uh, it is one dollar is one hundred and thirty-six yen. Oh, okay, it's not. It's not fifteen hundred dollars. It's a hundred and ten dollars. Yeah, and I think those platinum blue eyes was like a thousand dollars or something. But I, I think, I think because I think because it was actually platinum. Probably barely. not. Barely. Yeah, yeah. But like even a small amount. Regardless. The idea of a collector, you know, in a plaque thing being yeah. X amount of money saying they're not going to do it again and then doing it again just with a different card is kind of yeah. And it's the, um, it's also cheaper. But yeah. it's also, what I like is that's the original Bandai Namco Dark Magician. Yeah, it's the one f that we got in Battle of Chaos. Yeah, and the, but it's also, instead of having like the normal text, it's got like your yeah. text box. And then on the right, it's got your attack and defense. Like in the anime. All right, there's also a quarter century dual set, which is like the Winged Dragon of Raw, but like the really cool alt art, plus a card and something else that looks like it comes it's with a mat. it. No, it's a medal. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Commemorative a, medal. Yeah, it's a mat. The uh, quarter century. The special rarity Winged Dragon of Raw and the medal. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. And then we got some Egyptian God card goods, uh, some towels, and some stainless steel tumblers. Yo, I want one of those tumblers so. Bad. Bro, I want one of those towels. It, the towels are just the cards. Is that what they are? I thought that was just the card. I guess those are towels, aren't they? Yeah. I'd kill for a raw towel and a slifer cup. Yeah. All right. And then there's there's going to be a Japanese Yu-Gi-Oh TikTok page now. Cool. Um, there will be a United Duel tournament, which is like a, a basically held at OTS stores through february 26th and you can win a nice eldritch the golden lord playmat and alt art and a special secret blue rarity uh gaia the fierce knight and they announced japan championship 2023 and they announced a common version of another verse dragon no it's a okay yeah never mind yeah so shop participants get a common version and the shop winners get a super rare yeah and for those wondering, what is another Verse Dragon? That's currently our YCS prize card. Yeah, but it's an Ultra. Uh, well, the winner gets an Ultra. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Second and third get Supers. And is it second and third or second, third, and fourth? I, I'm pretty sure. I'm, I think it's top four get Supers. I, I think only top three get Supers. Hmm, maybe. Because I think third and fourth play. Well, well maybe. And then the side event... Um, the people that play the most side events, they yeah. take those four and make them do a playoff, and the yeah. winner of that gets a super rare prize card also. 
yeah. Uh, yeah, so basically, uh, every shop winner get gets a super, and then participants get a common. Of our prize card. Yeah. Oh, my goodness. Okay, and then next we have the Jump Festa Yu-Gi-Oh! OCG 25th Anniversary Special Stage. So there was an additional special stream that they did where they announced the Rarity Collection Quarter Century Edition. 25 years of Yu-Gi-Oh! In, over in Japan. Yep, and to celebrate, we are there. Well, not we, they. They are getting Ash Blossom and Joy Spring and Nibiru the Primal being reprinted in this special Quarter Century Edition Rarity. Um, oh, so before we all we they'd already shown we're getting like the uh, the four for the charmers as figures. Mm -hmm. They also announced future figures they're going to be doing. Yes. Uh, Sky Striker Ace Ray, Sky Striker Ace Rose, Gemini Elf, a Prince Illusion Magician, and of course to go matches perfectly with everyone else, Brionic Dragon of the Ice Barrier. Listen, okay. So you jumped in. I really wanted to talk about the Brio. Um, yeah. I'm just gonna say. If anybody hears any news on how I can get this Brionic figurine, oh yeah, please let me know. I I cannot express I enough. That, I want that Gemini Elf figure, bro. I cannot. Of course you do. I cannot express enough how badly I want this Brionic figurine. Yeah, um, Brionic is like one of my favorite cards. I paid an enormous amount of money for a dual terminal one when they were bought out one time. Yeah, but seriously, I cannot say enough how, how badly I want this Brionic figurine. Um, I still find hilarious how it's girl, girl, sea serpent, girl, and girl. Yeah. Well, girls and girl. Oh, yeah. Girl, girl, sea serpent, girls, girl. Okay. So, next we have some new Sulfa Chord support from Cyberstorm Access. Is that it? Oh, well, I was going to say we start with the stuff we couldn't get to last episode. Okay. So, we'll start with the... Amazing Defender support. Yes. Also from Cyberstorm Access. Yeah, I think all of our new cards are from Cyberstorm Access today. Yep. Uh, so let's start with Pearly Lily. This is a level one dark fairy effect monster, 100 attack, 100 defense. You can only use the first and second effect of this card's name each once per turn. One, if this card is normal or special summoned, you can add one Pearly card from deck from your deck to your hand, except a quick play spell. Two, you can target one Pearly quick play spell card in your graveyard. Special summon one Xyz monster that mentions it from your extra deck by using this card as material. And if you do, attach that target to the summoned monster as additional material. This is Ooh. treated as an Xyz summon. Oh, okay, okay. So Lily is just a really good way for you to get for for you to pop off your uh, exceeds after after you've used your quick play. Yes. Neat. Uh, next up we have Fury the Ur the Orb Herb Orb Makanko. That's not Fury. That's Furry. It could be Fury. Tomino Makanko. Nah, Fury. it's definitely Furry. Mm, there's no. There's no. There's only one R though. That's my issue. Is there's only one R. So I think it'd be Fury. Anyway, uh, talk so, about Furry. Yeah, level three wind psychic effect monster is zero attack, zero defense. Big old goose egg. You can only use the third effect of this card's name once per turn. Um, one, if this card is not equipped with any equipped card, you take no battle damage from battles involving this card. If it is, it cannot be destroyed by battle. Also, your opponent takes any battle damage you would take from battles involving this card. <laughs> Pretty standard uh, Makonko effect. Yep. Two, your opponent cannot target Makonko cards you control with card effects while you control an equipped card. Three, if this card becomes equipped with an equipped card, you can add one Makonko trap from your deck to your hand. Note, the Makonko are a three sacred treasures of Japan of Japan based theme. A sword, a mirror, and the and an orb are the Imperial Regalia of Japan. So this is the orb. 
Yes. But yeah, before we got the sword and mirror. Yeah. Next, we have Pearly Sleepy Memory. This is a quick play spell card. One, apply this effect. Then you can discard one card, and if you do, special summon one level one pearly monster from your deck. Once applied, the next battle or effect damage you take this turn becomes zero. Two, a pearly exceeds uh, monster that has this card as material gains this effect. Once per turn, during your opponent's standby phase, you can draw one card. Uh, that's pretty solid. Oh, yeah, very. And that's uh, a soft once per turn. So if you equip multiple. Yep. Uh, next up. Oh, we... wait. No, 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 no. Hold on, hold on. So the monster gains that effect. So the monster's effect is a soft once per turn. Yeah, yeah. So you'd have to have multiple multiple monsters. You can have multiple yeah. monsters with all. You can have up to three with all three of them equipped. This thing yes. can draw three. Exactly. And then using the Purry Lily, if this card's already in your graveyard, you can boop, yeah. attach it. Recycle. Yeah. Uh, next up, we have Dance of the Makonko Fascinating Bird. Um, equip spell. You can only use the second and third effect of this card's name each once per turn. One, the equip monster cannot be destroyed by card effects, so equip it to the to the orb. It can't be destroyed by battle or card effects. Yeah. Which is ridiculous. Uh, two, if your Makonko monster battles, at the end of the damage step, you can target one card on the field, return it to the hand. All right. Uh, three, if this card is in your graveyard, you can target a Makonko monster in your graveyard. Special summon, and if you do, equip it with this card. Also, banish that monster when it leaves the field. I mean, Makonko's going to equip. Hold on, but here's the thing. It doesn't banish itself. The yeah. monster gets banished. So if, you, so if your opponent outs it, you just go, shrug, new yeah. one. Next, we have a Reinforce, normal trap card. This card is always treated as a rescue ace card. You can only use the second effect of this card's name once per turn. One, target one rescue ace monster you control. Until the end of this turn, it gains 1,500 attack and defense. It is unaffected by your opponent's monster effects. Also, the next time it would be destroyed by battle, it is not destroyed. Two, you can banish this card from your graveyard, then target one rescue ace monster in your graveyard and set it to your field. The artwork on this card... Oh, first off, it's a really good card. Also, the artwork on this card reminds me a lot of ha of the Halo 3 cinematic trailer where uh, Master Chief is, like, doing his thing. Rocket's coming his way. He just, like, throws down a bubble grenade and it whoop, gives him that bubble shield from Halo 3. You remember just the most specific odd things. I know, right? And, like, he's even doing, like, the hero landing pose. I was thinking it was more like Storming Mirror Force, but yeah, I mean, yeah. Well, I'm in the artwork. Yeah, Storming Mirror Force. Well, I mean, because he's... Cause it like, looks like he's got Storming Mirror Force coming at him, and he's unaffected by it. Oh, yeah, yeah, that, that's fair. It might be. I mean, it could also it could be a lot of things. Yeah. All right, next we have the next promo card for V-Jump. This is Super Heavy Samurai Constable. It is a level 4 Earth Machine Effect Monster with 500 attack and 1500 defense. And that's all we know. Yep. It's basically a monster with two effects that are going to be used to help power up uh, Super Heavy Samurais. And this will be in conjunction with the support that we talked about last yeah. episode? Yeah, it was last episode. Yeah, last episode. Uh, so, like, one like one thing I, that I like about Super Heavy Samurai is that they actively decide, no spells, no traps. Let's go! Yeah. It's neat. It's a neat concept. Ooh, ooh, ooh. Can I take this next card? I really want to. Uh, for... Oh, I'm trying to... This one. Oh, yeah, go for it. Okay, I like these cards. All right, so we have one more new card. This will be in the Secret Utility Box, which will come with the holographic rares of the last three years. 
and this is the secret utility box special packs has 10 cards per pack with a total set size of 80 cards you get one special dice one special duelist card protector set so like some sleeves one special storage box one special field center card and one special card case i will say though that the sleeves like if you look at them mm -hmm. they're pretty nice dude i really want to get this box i, I wonder how much it would yeah hey i'm ryan reynolds recently i asked mint mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation they said yes and then when i asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts they said what the f are you talking about you insane hollywood ass so to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. I wonder how much it would cost to actually order this box from Japan. I don't know. Like for, to actually have the storage box and the sleeves because they, they revealed some nice double A Zeus sleeves. Oh. Yep. Uh, and then you can also get this guy. Yep, Armed Neos, a level 10 Wind Warrior Fusion Effect Monster with 3,500 attack and 3,000 defense. Materials, Elemental Hero Neos and one Armed Dragon Monster. Must be Fusion Summoned. If this card is Special Summoned, you can choose one Dragon Monster in your graveyard and destroy all face-up monsters your opponent controls with an equal or lower level. Two, when this card destroys a monster by battle, you can make this card gain this effect. During the main phase, quick effect, you contribute this card, special on one elemental hero fusion monster from your extra deck, ignoring its summoning conditions. And let me tell you, there's some pretty good elemental hero fusion monsters that exist. Oh yeah, it's very similar to, um, like that second effect is very similar to another to an already existing uh, elemental hero monster, and its name escapes me. The only reason why I know it exists is entirely because of the elemental hero like solo mode in Master Duel. They added an elemental Wait, hero solo mode? No, it's not a solo mode. My Aww. bad. It is a it's like the at the bottom of solo mode, where instead of like where it's not a story, but it's just kind of uh, hey, here's a deck, beat this NPC. I didn't know that that was a thing that they added. Yeah, yeah. Okay, next we're gonna talk about some new support for a very old archetype. Yes, very, very old. Good old Teller Knight and Constellar support. Yes, we're we're here. Uh, first off, we have Teller Knight Lyra, level 4 light warrior effect monster, 1200 attack, 1600 defense. This card is always treated as a Constellar card. It's a Constellar. You can only use the first second effect of this card's name each once per turn. One, if a Teller Knight and or Constellar monster other than Teller Knight Lyra is normal summoned to your field, you can splash summon this card from your hand. Two, if this card is summoned, just summoned, you can add a Teller Knight spell from your deck to your hand. I'm gonna be honest. I kind of agree with the tagline. I don't know why not. You just you don't just call it Constellar Knight, but I, yeah, whatever. All right, Teller Knight Altea. I think there might be like some spells and other effects that specify you have to do a Constellar 
or something else that says it has to be a teller knight but it doesn't do the other well if it says a teller knight card then a constellar knight would qualify because mm, it has teller knight in the name that, that's fair right next we have a teller knight Alte altea 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 yeah level four light warrior effect monster as they basically all are 1700 attack 1300 defense this card is always treated as a constellar card you can only use the first and second effect of this card's name each once per turn one if this card is summoned you can target cards on the field up to the number of light and dark exceeds monsters you control and destroy them two if a teller knight and or constellar monster or monsters other than a teller knight altea is special summoned to your field you can special summon this card from your graveyard also, you cannot declare attacks for the rest of this turn except with Xyz Monsters. Cool. Next up, we have Telonite Constellar Caduceus. Rank 4 Light Spellcaster Xyz Effect Monster. Uh, 2,500 attack, 1,650 defense. 1,650 defense, really? Hey, listen. Listen, this is their thing. Whatever. Materials. Two level 4 monsters. You can only use the first and second effect of this card's name each once per turn. One. If this card is exceed summon, two plus level four monsters. Yeah, two or more, two or more. Um, if this card is exceed summon, you can target a teller knight and a teller knight card and/or one constellar card in your graveyard. Add them to your hand. Two, you can banish the teller knight or constellar monster from your hand or deck, then attach one material from this card. This effect becomes a banished monster's activated effect when that monster is normal summoned. <laughs> okay, that's funny. That's interesting, actually. I, I really like Caduceus. Yeah, that, that's it's a solid card. Yeah. Next, we have Teller Knight Constellar. Continuous spell card. You can only activate one card with this card's name per turn. You can only use the second effect of this card's name once per turn. One, when this card resolves, you can special summon one Teller Knight or Constellar monster from your hand or graveyard. Two, you can target one Teller Knight or Constellar monster you control, special summon from your extra deck. One Teller Knight or Constellar exceeds monster with a different rank from that monster you control by using it as material. This is treated as an exceed summon, transfer its materials to the summoned monster. That's interesting. Oh, it, it, that lets you rank up or down. Mm-hmm. Because isn't there, isn't there a rank three uh, uh, Constellar monster? I don't know that off the top of my head. Yeah. But, like, I know there's, like, Constellar... I'm, I am picturing it in my head. Plates? Five. Yeah, yeah, who's five. So you can turn one of your fours into a five. A rank four into a rank five. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Also, you can turn a... Um, you can turn... Okay, so you can go from just... Because it's right here. Uh, Teller Knight Constellar Caduceus. You can go from that up to Constellar Plates. Or... You can go down from Pleiades into Teller Knight Ptolemaeus. Because yeah. I believe you can... Yeah, Constant or Teller Knight. Yeah. And you can go from, say, Caduceus up to... Um, oh, what's it called? Uh, it's the Teller Knight Constellar Diamond. Yeah. So it's an, it's an even easier way to turbo out Constellar Diamond, which is oh kind God. of insane. I'll be honest. I, I think that this support makes this deck a viable strategy. Uh, I mean, warrior decks are always going to be strong. And then... Yeah, yeah. Of course. Being able to splash that rank four engine in there is... Plus they're really light. Good. Yeah, yeah. For sure. Oh, and also they can just turbo out a, uh, Abyss Dweller. Yeah, for sure. Because um, they're not really restricted. No, not at all. Like It's just that like, a lot of their stuff is like, oh, you can only you can only use this on a Constellar or a Exceeds monster. And it's like, cool. Right. But they have so much... Just, I'm just going to keep pushing stuff out 
that they, I'm pretty sure they can fit in somewhere to go Abyss Dweller. Yeah, for sure. And just kind of keep going. It. Uh, last, uh, lastly, for like just a big group of support from uh, Cyberstorm Access, we have some Sulfur Cord support. You missed a card. I did? Yep. Where? Oh, uh, that's not... Yes, it is. Oh, it is. Shoot. Yep, and yeah. I'm, I want you to read this oh, one because I can't pronounce it. Okay. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> <laughs> Sounding it out first. <laughs> Sword Emperor Sumo Hatsuganagi. Again, but slower. Sword Emperor Sumo Hatsusunagi. Hakusunagi. Yeah, Hakusunagi. Sumo Hakusunagi. Yeah. That's insane. It's got okay. Kutsunagi in there, which is grass, which is the grass cutter blade. Um, so. which makes sense because he's carrying a giant sword. Yeah, of a uh, Japanese mythology. Uh, level, it's a level 11 wind warrior spirit effect monster. It's a spirit. 3,000 attack, 3,000 defense. Oh, it's defense. a spirit. It's a spirit. 3,000 attack and defense. Cannot be special summoned. You can tribute summon this card by tributing a normal summon or set monster. Oh. If this card is normal summoned or flip face up, activate this effect. Your opponent can send any number of cards they control the graveyard. And if they do, each player draws an equal number of cards. During the end phase of this turn, shuffle all cards that are banished on the, are banished on the field and in the graveyards back into the deck. Two. Once per turn, during the end phase, if this card was normal summoner flip face up this turn, return to the hand. Oh, wait. If it's a normal summoner flip face up, activate this effect. Your opponent can send any number of cards that control the graveyard. And then both players draw draw that many that many cards. And during the end phase. Shuffle all cards that are banished on the field and in the graveyards into the deck. So it kind of like makes your opponent want to send everything they control to the graveyard because during the end phase, it's just going to shuffle back. But that way they can have as many cards in their hand as possible. Mm hmm. But at the same time, if they, they only give have you like, all, they give you all those cards too. Each player draws an equal number. Oh my mm -hmm. goodness. This card is so wild! Oh my it, gosh! It puts your opponent in in a position to where they can, where they're, where if they don't, if they, where if they can't get over it, they're going to lose their field. Because even if they decide to send zero, everything is still shuffles. In the end phase, and they're in the end phase. Dude, this is insane. This is such a wild card. And you can normal summon it. By attributing a normal, a single normal summon or set monster. Wow. That, I think that's the only thing that's going to be holding this card back from being good. To be fair, spirit monsters have to be good because you can't special summon them. Right, right. Like, they have to be worth the tributes. Okay, now we're getting on to the actual Sulfur Cord support. Yep, so we're going to start with Grand Sulfur Cord Coolia. This is a Light Fairy Link Effect Monster, 2700 Attack Link 3, which the arrows are pointing down, down, left, and down, right. Two plus monsters, including a Pendulum Monster. One gains 100 attack, effect one gains 100 attack for each face-up Pendulum Monster in your extra deck. Two activated effects of Pendulum Monsters this card points to cannot be negated. Ooh. Three, once per turn, when your opponent activates a card or effect, you can special summon one Sulfa Cord card with an odd pendulum scale from your pendulum zone to your zone this card points to. And if you do negate the activation, then you can add one Sulfa Cord pendulum monster with an even pendulum scale from your deck to your extra deck face up. So, do you remember how the wow, this is really good? Do you remember how the Sulfa Cords worked? 
No. Okay, so there's a bunch. So there's, I want to say, probably around eight of them. Eight of them. And there's. Go, Remy, Faso, Lati, go. Yes. And uh, each one is. Each one has a pendulum scale of one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. Right. So it's do re mi fa so la ti do. Um, That's the world's biggest keyboard. Yes. Do re mi fa so la ti do. Um, (laughs) So, uh, so basically, you can grab with this. You can uh, special summon one, three, five, or seven. Right. And then search two, four, six, or eight. Right. That's how numbers work. Yeah. Yeah. Which is (laughs) fascinating because I because I think that's the way the deck wants you to do. Because if you can grab one and two. Their effects will proc, letting you grab seven and eight. Right. Which is insane. Uh, next up, we have Dory Me Chord at Symphonia. Well, Sulfur Chord Symphonia. Quick play spell. You can only activate one card this card's name per turn. One, apply these effects in sequence based on the number of face up Sulfur Card Pendulum monsters with different names in your extra deck. If there are three or more, all Sulfur Chord Pendulum monsters you currently control gain attack equal to their own pendulum scale times 300. So a pendulum scale of eight is twenty four hundred. That's yeah. not bad. Yeah, three. Yeah, it's three hundred to twenty four hundred. Uh, five or more, destroy one card your opponent controls. Does not target. Then, if you have a card with an odd pendulum scale in your pendulum zone, draw a card. Okay. Seven or more, special summon a grand sulfur card monster from your extra deck. Wow, this is a pretty good card too. Oh yeah, no, let you just turbo out uh, the the other link monster. You know what the best part about these cards is? What's that? The picture of the dude's face that's introducing them. I know. He's right? like, oh, these cards are so great, and like they're cool. Yeah, they they really are very good cards. Yeah. For the sulfa cord strategy, I think sulfa cord is viable in a in a very restricted format. Uh, an example would be you're only allowed to use in archetype cards to make a deck. Potentially, yeah. But then any deck is viable at that point. I'm not gonna say any deck but a lot more decks are viable yeah yeah because like you for example you would have like your example is is that in that kind of thing ishizu tier element doesn't exist it's either ishizu earth fairy or tier element yeah and neither one of those decks are as powerful without well it's not ishizu earth fairy or tier element there's a third deck well, yeah, you know, there's also best deals in there as well. Well, Nature, yeah. Yeah, Nature. Well, that's what I'm saying, though, because then you can't do Ishizu and Nichiria. It's either or in that kind of format. Oh, like a like just like a, you know, they just had the cross archetypal discord tur- uh, tournament. Yeah, yeah, like it's 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 basically something similar to that. Um, or like you can only use Medolches, you can only use Sword Souls. I think the biggest issue that comes from that, though, entirely comes from archetypes that use spell cards that technically aren't part of their archetype. Right. Um, a great example is the... Uh, what was that pendulum archetype with the video games? Valiance. Yes, Valiance using Senate Switch, which isn't act- actively using Senate yeah, Switch. Yeah, but there's an obviously an expectation that... That is certain, part of it. Well, not, not just that, but like a certain percentage of the deck is not going to be archetypal. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, again, I think I think in the cross archetypal Discord sir, tournament, mm-hmm. it's like sixty-five or seventy percent of your deck had to be archetypal. Okay. Um, so like the or way sixty-five I, or seventy percent of the engine cards. Yes. Yeah. Um, now I would the, the way I would rule that kind of thing though. Like a great example, another great example is the Ishizu stuff, uh, doing stuff based around exactly exchange of spirit. 
I'd say Exchange of Spirit is part of the archetype because the cards specifically list it, just like with the Valiance and Senate Switch. I, I guess, yeah. For that kind of rule set, that's how I would do it. Yeah. So, some other miscellaneous news and notes. We also got some new Master Duel news. Oh, cool. So, we got a new solo mode for Mutant coming up. That's going to be cool. Yep. And we have a new Duel Mate. Mochi Frog. Yep. Totally awesome. Or totally awesome in the TCG. I'm so used to calling him Mochi Frog because that's how I've been referring to him for the past, like, month. Why? Because that's his OCG name. So you've never called him that before the last month. Why? I know. What, I what just, in the last month has changed? I learned his OCG name is Mochi Frog. But it's just, it's just two toads. They're made of mochi. They're they're. Is it mochi or mochi? Mochi. Sure. Yeah. Sure, it's not mochi. I'm pretty sure it's mochi. What if that was the whole reason that they're called Mochi Mochi? No, it's a funny way to say monkey. I don't know, man. Feels like it's pretty pronounced Moki. No, that's what I'm saying. It's it Moki Moki is just monkey without the N. I don't know why they're called Moki Moki. I don't know why it's called Moki. Okay, well, you know, what does Google know anyway? <laughs> you Googled it, it's pronounced Mochi? <laughs> What is Google anyway? Anyway, uh, we have a new selection pack, which is called Beginning of Turmoil. It will include ace monsters for, looks like, some new uh, Despia stuff, some new Ice Jades, such as Ice Jade, uh, Cosmoclore, and uh, Sword Soul, Sinister Sovereign, Kijing, Longyon. Okay. So the stuff that we got out of... Um... Oh, goodness gracious. Like, what, three sets ago? Battle of Chaos, I think. Yeah. And it will also include some new cards, such as a Gunkin, the Suship Ashari Red, and Dynamorphia Rexterm. And we're going to be getting this pack in around the end of December. Okay. All right. And I think the last thing to talk about is kind of, kind of just touching a little bit about what go is going on in the TCG. I mean, what else is going on in the TCG? Well, we could talk about what the best decks are. I mean, we have close to 20 minutes to kill. Oh, fair enough. Uh, I mean, do we have tournament reports? or? Uh, I'm sure I can go look at Sebto's Twitter and yeah, find see. them. Yeah, yeah. Let's, <laughs> let, let's, see, let's see if he's, uh, if he's uh, posted anything new recently. I mean, I, I mean, obviously, it's still going to be, you know, Issues of Tournament, number one best deck. It's not as decisive as you might think. Yeah. Okay, so let's see. We have some regional reports from Belgrade, which is in Serbia. We have the top eight, which are, uh, let's see, one, two, three, four tier limit. Okay. One Fluanderese, one Medolce, one Draco Slayer, and one Crystal Beast. Draco Slayer? Yeah, remember they got all the new support out of Darkwing Blast. Ooh. Oh, I forgot about that. Okay, never mind. I retract. I retract that. Disbelief. Draco Slayer. I retract that. He retracts the disbelief. Yeah. Okay. Next, we have the Netherlands top eight, which we have. Let's see. One, two, three, four, five tier limit that we know of because there's one deck missing, one Despia of all things, Must and be. one Thunder Bestial. Oh, that's like Thunder Dragon Bestial then. 
It is. Yes. Yeah. Uh, I mean, with that one Destiny player, he just maybe, he just he just has to be built different. Yeah. All right, and we have three of the top eight deck lists from Riyadh, Saudi Arabia regional. Mm-hmm. Uh, so we have first place was Bestial Dragon Link, and we have two of the top eights, which are Sprite and Sprite Melfi. Okay. I'm assuming that the Saudi Arabian decks are all max rarity. They have to be. <laughs> anyway, um, honestly, this is the first time I've ever heard. I didn't know they. I didn't know. I didn't know they played Yu-Gi-Oh in Saudi Arabia. That's what I'm saying. I, this is legitimately the first time that I've ever heard of a regional being held anywhere not in Asia, Australia, Oceanic, Europe, or, basically anywhere in the Middle East. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. That hey, that just means more people to play for sure. So next we have we we never covered the remote dual YCS results. Uh, probably because we didn't have necessarily all of the information. So we have most of the deck lists from this. We have 18 tier limit, five Fluanderies, five Sprite, two Exosister, one Naturia. (coughs) I'm sorry, one Exosister, one Naturia, two Runic. So I would say we're not quite in tier zero anymore. No, no, it's, 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 it looks like very narrowly out of tier zero. Yeah, but, but it, it, I'm thinking uh, what I'm thinking it is. What's going on <coughs> is Tierlament like is, wait no that's all of them that's all of the deck lists okay is that like Tierlament is like tier zero but it's at that point where it'll because deck usage fluctuates from week to week sure and I'm thinking it's kind of going over and then back under and then back over and then back under it's just I'm gonna be honest I don't think that's it I, I think this is about fifty six percent which is definitely the top of tier one yeah yeah but i don't think that that qualifies as tier zero i think 65 65, yeah yeah but like yeah yeah, because like not even because like last time we talked about it it was 70 68 80 72 there was an 81 also yeah there was an 81 so that's what i'm thinking is um is that there's one i think that you know there's gonna be a lot of to be honest with you i think the more that people experiment with these other decks fair enough well i think it's also I think part of it's, yeah, like a small part of my people are now comfortable with and playing against the deck. Right. Tournament. So now people are kind of expanding on experimenting. Sure. So your first place was Christian Urena, who played Tournament, which is a huge congratulations to Christian oh, yeah. Urena. That's awesome. Uh, second place was Caesar Cossica on Fluanderese. Your third place was uh, Shan Zhao Wan on Tier Limit Bestial, and Dominic Couch got fourth with Fluanderies. Your four top eights are Andrew Dolik on Tier Limit Bestial, Thomas Williams, Tier Limit Bestial, Pierre Luigi Sorrentino. Sorrentino? What an Italian name. Pierre Luigi Sorrentino. Also in Tier Limit Bestial, and then Kenny Nguyen. N- not, how do you pronounce this? Uh, I want to say that's Win. Yeah, something like that. I, I I learned a long time ago, and I have not seen it in years. So I have yeah. come. I am so sorry. Uh, he was playing Sprite Bestial, so shout out to you, Kenny. And then your top 16 are... Sprite Bestial, Sprite Adventure, Naturia Runic, Tier Limit Bestial, Tier Limit Fluanderese, Tier Limit Bestial, and Tier Limit Bestial. And then your top 32 
are shoop, Tournament Bestial, that's Jesse Cotton. Uh, D David Magri on Exosister, Tier Limit Bistial, Fluanderies, Tier Limit Bistial, that's Simon He, Runic, Tier Limit, Tier Limit, Sprite Bistial, Tier Limit Bistial, Tier Limit Bistial, Runic, Tier Limit Bistial, Sprite Bistial, Tier Limit, and Fluanderies. So. It seems like a lot of the same, like, handful of decks. It is, but like yeah. I said, you have 18 Tier Limits, 5 Fluanderies, yeah. 5 Sprites, Two Runic, one Exo Sister, one Nigeria. So, yeah. I mean, yeah. And then we also got some results from a Bundaberg Australia Regional. Ooh. Yep. First place, Tier Limit Ishizu. Top four are Tier Limit Ishizu, Tier Limit Ishizu, and Fluanderies. And then your top eight are Sprite Bistial and three more Tier Limit Ishizu. Okay, so it, it was Tier Zero at that tournament. At that particular regional, it was very yeah. Tier Zero. Yeah, yeah, again, I think it's a combi I think part of that is just the fluctuation of it coming in and out. Sure. Your you know, this is interesting. Your top four your okay, so this was a uh, Dublin Ireland regional. You have a three tier limit, three sprite or four sprite and then one what? virtual world tier limit. Ooh, that sounds really cool. That sounds extremely spicy. I would love mm -hmm. to see that deck list, which oh, is, yeah. it is actually, there's a YouTube link right here. Uh, oh, perfect. that's Vlad. That's Hypnocorn. Oh. oh. That's a very Vlad deck. Okay. 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 It makes sense. Yeah. Which means it is spicy, but deliciously so. Yes. And of course, next we have the uh, Sevilla Spain regional. This was, we have top four, which was Despia Bistial, and we have a top eight list of Tierlament. That's all we have from that. And then we have a Mexico regional, which all we have is first place, which is Draco Slayer, and then a top four of Sprite Bistial and top eight of Tierlament. Okay. So, okay. okay. So, you can say that Tierlament is the best deck. Yeah. For sure. But I don't think it's tier zero. Yeah. Right now it's not. But again, I think it's a combination of it, you know, uh, usage stats on is going to fluctuate, as all decks do. And I also think part, and I think it's another small part, like I said before, was that, you know, people are more comfortable with it, so now people can counter it. Right. They know what to expect now. All right. Well, overall, I think that we live in a pretty interesting time right now. I think that Tier Limit is very good. Mm -hmm. I think you have to have a game plan and build your deck accordingly for Tier Limit if yeah. you're going to any tournaments. But I don't necessarily know that... I think there's other things you have to be prepared for at this point, like yeah. Naturia, Madolce, Runic, Sprite. And then coming up, Dark World, Danger Dark World coming back. Yeah, for sure. Uh, Dark World is a really interesting deck, and I'm honestly kind of surprised that we don't have any Danger Dark World lists that are topping quite yet. I think I think maybe people are still trying to figure out how to utilize the new stuff. Potentially. It's hard to decide. The, okay, so the biggest issue for me with the new Danger Dark World decks isn't necessarily the the issue is that the other things that people are building their decks for like Nichiria Ishizu people are also like all of the cards okay it's okay hold on wait how, how do I say this it's really hard to play a graveyard centric dark deck right now dark or light yeah when the best deck in the format is tier limit Ishizu and the bestials are rampant yeah that's so, that's fair yeah yeah um which I think is the reason why, like, Nichiria and Madolce are actually doing pretty good. And Flu are doing so good now. That's the exact reason they're doing so well. Yeah. It is entirely due to the fact that they don't run any darks or lights normally. That's exactly the reason. 
Well, y'all, I think that's going to pretty much wrap it up for today's episode of the podcast. Be sure to tune in a Friday for the very special Christmas episode of the podcast. Yep. And until next time, have a great week, everybody. Take care, everyone. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.